This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Hey, Bev's Video Kingdom. We are back. Last week, we talked about The Karate Kid, the, uh, the classic film from 1984 starring Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi. I'm not sure the, the actor's uh, names. Uh, uh, but those are the actors. Those are the yeah, actors. They, they play yeah. Ralph Macchio and uh, Pat Morita. Yep, exactly. They did uh, They did a great job. Or Hello, maybe, Ralph, son. Maybe not so great, as, uh, as you know if you listened last week. This week we are gathered here today to do a draft. I've got my three co-hosts here. Mr. Brad, how you doing, Brad? Hey, I'm here. Scotty B. I'm doing great. How you doing? Nathaniel. Were you off getting some sort of like pastoral license? Because that's two pods in a row you've opened with. We're gathered <laughs> here, here today. today. Were you, are you marrying people? Yeah, I've been, uh, I've, I got ordained on the Did internet. somebody die? Yeah, the, the director of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we also learned last week. Oh boy! Okay. So, so we were trying to decide what uh, draft category we should pick for this movie, and I think that we came up with a pretty good one. Nate, you want to explain what it is? We're doing the most memorable underdog in a movie. However, we decided to allow underdog to also include a group of people, such as a team. Underdogs. Yeah, underdogs. Well, but but the, it could also be an individual. So. Underdog slash dogs. Uh, underdog parenthesis S. I think if it's <laughs> perfect, I don't, I don't think we need any parentheses here. Then uh, we we treat a team as a unit, as one, right? Because so there's no they become one body. So there's one, no I in team. One team is an so, underdog. Okay. Okay. So that's the that's the deal. I think we we, we may have some debate at some point. I I think we've talked about whether or not they have to win. So yeah, that's the question, right? Do the do in order to be a true like amazing underdog story, do you have to end up being the champion of whatever your goal is? I don't think so. That's a good question. I think we leave that up to the judge because that, yeah. I, I think an underdog doesn't necessarily have to uh, accomplish their goals if they're. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say that our judge is going to place some sort of premium on actually winning the championship. Well, here's a here's a question, right? Like, does underdog imply that there is some 
clear contest that is that is like laid out in front. So in other words, Nate, like, li- you, life is a contest. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm talking about. The game of because, life. Because yeah. we're not just talking about sports. Right. But I mean, you could be an underdog in other kinds of competition. You could be, right. a, you know, but you're saying so you could be an underdog in trying to win the affections of a lady or an underdog and trying to get a job or something like that. Sure. Oh, oh, I didn't think about the winning yeah. the affections of a lady type underdog. And, and I think it'll be up to the judge to decide whether or not he thinks it's That's a worthy underdog. Memorable. Okay. And so right. I think you should pick from your heart and uh, pick, well, that all, pick all rom-coms. That always super well for me. Yeah. Oh, what awesome rom-coms could you pick? You could pick uh, like William from uh, from Almost Famous. Wow. He dude, would be like an underdog why to get with Penny Why do you always give away picks, dude? There's no way you're going to pick that. There's zero <laughs> chance. Who knows? It might have happened. I mean, I thought about William. So we're, we're gathered here to, uh, to draft. But and, hey, how uh, about we talk about what network we're a part of? I thought we just said we weren't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just say that? No, we said we're going to do it really quick. And oh, my bad. It, hey, Brad, what network are we on? We're part of the Deluxe Edition Network. It's a great network. It has lots of shows. Uh, there's pods of the month. Hey, there's two pods of the month. They are called Metalhead Journeys and The Milf and Me. And one's a sex pod. One's a metal music pod. You figure out which one. I was just about to say which <laughs> one's Wait, well, which. Have you listened to The Milf and Me? I have. I have. What kind of what kind of like sex talk? We is it a pegging about? one? It, the it, milf in me? It's mostly about dating, it's, it, and they, and they talk about all and, kinds of, of crazy shit that happened in the in the online dating world, and and, and so. they bo- both mo- uh, grew up in like the conservative Utah area, so yeah. they're Ooh. they're talking oh. about growing up and and being sexualized in that area where it's. Uh, so the M in milf stands for Mormon. I'd like to fuck. Maybe. Okay. Well, well she, <laughs> oh. she, 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 she's not a practicing uh, Mormon. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So she grew up in it, but yeah. So it's it's actually really, really fun. Really good. Really great show. Really? I haven't listened to it. That sounds interesting. I'm in on this. All right. MILF and me coming and, and at you. And they just started doing video too, so you can actually see the MILF. So there you go. And you can see the me, I believe. You can see the me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. That's just the no, reflection just, of yourself. just the MILF the whole time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Go check it out. Lots of great shows. We're, 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 you know, we're lucky to be a part of the network. We are. We really are. We very much are. We are the jewel in their crown, I believe. Well, the, we, jewel, the jewel in their We WWE are the podcast Evo. of the year. Yeah. yeah. That, so, you know, objectively. Yeah. If we, have, we have won a, a major award <laughs> in, the sen- in, in, in the form of a, a worldwide wrestling championship belt. Somebody was uh, somebody at the Catalina Wine. Can we can we talk about why didn't we? Yeah, of course we didn't. We we, 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 we <laughs> talked shit. we talked about it um, um, kind of hypothetically at like, one point. Yeah, because yeah. I think this is the first show we've actually recorded after the actual event. And yeah. Well, I'm sure we talked about it last week a little bit, but I will share that uh, a gentleman came up to me and his wife came up to me at the Catalina Wine Mixer, and they were like, they were like, "Oh, I love your jacket." I was wearing like a hot pink uh, suit jacket. And the guy was like, check this one out. And he showed me like this neon green suit jacket that he was wearing. And I was like, dude, you look like you just won the Masters. And he's like, oh, check this out. And he showed me his trophy that he had just won playing in a golf tournament. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then I pulled up a picture of the fucking BBK uh, <laughs> belt. WWE belt. And I was just like, kind of like showed it to him on my phone and then just dropped my phone on the ground and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, told, he picked my phone up and brought it back to me very emasculated and was you, like, here you go, buddy. You miss, uh, no, you're misremembering. You dropped a bottle of wine on the floor and walked away. <laughs> that did happen. Did we talk oh. about that already? That might have been right <laughs> in front Jesus of everybody. Uh, everybody. Yeah. And it was like some people that were so excited to give away 
another like, wine. I'd to like... be very clear, Brad was giving away <laughs> prizes on the stage, and he was he was up there, and he was saying, "Oh, let me let me ask cool trivia," and people were answering, and we were running prizes out. And this nice woman runs up with two big bottles of wine and puts them on the stage and says, give these away, give these away. And then Brad, in his like, <laughs> I cannot break any rules fucking wisdom, is like, no, they told me. I'm like, Brad, let's give these away. Let's give these away. He's like, no, they told me I can't do any more. I'm like, Brad, come on, one more. He's like, no, I can't do it. And Zach gets pissed and he spikes the fucking <laughs> bottle in front of everybody. Not. It slipped out of my hand in front of the entire theater and shattered on the floor in front of everyone. And we should have just given the bottle of wine that was i don't know why i didn't think about like just adding it to the prize because i thought you were saying like we also got to do this one you were having like, so much fun telling me i couldn't do what i wanted to do i could tell in your face you know i was like brad let's do this you were like no zach we're not doing that you're drunk <laughs> oh it's just i felt bad because i totally yeah oh no sorry we don't have any more time for our questions and then like right as i started like the last question you're like dude wait hold on we got to do this also and i was yeah. like oh fuck <laughs> If you had just listened to me, I never would have broken the bottle of wine. That I wouldn't know. have been and, a huge... and somebody would have went home with two bottles of wine, and they would have been super happy. Most wanted wine company out of Oakdale, California. We apologize for breaking your bottle of wine, yeah. and uh, and you know what? Go check them so out. So then I they went have a nice like tasting room in uh, in Oakdale, California. I went all sheepishly to the lady that like owns the wine company, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I wasn't able to give away your other. <laughs> bottle of wine and i shattered the, the one in front of everybody and she was like oh no that's great you can't buy advertising like that like talk about me, like shattering the wine in front of everyone so i think yeah. i gave them a shout out once you did yeah. after the bottle yeah. was broken so exactly they so, got all the press they needed anyways uh catalina wine mixer fuck it was uh it was packed house it was it was hot it and it was crazy. packed and uh there was some delicious beer available but it was very difficult to navigate because there was just a lot of people there. There was just way too many people. I don't think they understood when we were like, hey, BVK is going to host the thing. They were like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then they didn't make the space any bigger. Yeah. And we for, brought for what a we shit brought. ton of people. For yeah. what we brought, for sure. There was a lot of folks there to see BVK. And that was you know pretty, what we brought? Pretty legit. The fucking noise. All right. So. <laughs> All right. What day is it today? Um, I'm thinking about it. And I think it's this button. <laughs> I still feel like there need there needs to be a little more beef to that little end kick there, Scott. Just I'll get right on. Just my two cents. Every time, just keep waiting. Every time just I wait expect a there longer. to be like some yeah, some foot, some foot, some foot fist way. Yeah, I'll fucking. The the voice is all you need. I don't I don't care about anything else except for that scream at the end. That's all I look forward to. So, Brad, if we were going to figure out who was going to uh, draft first in our draft, how would we do that? You know what? It just this actually was very fortuitous because it happened to coincide with the San Joaquin Valley Over Eighteen Karate Tournament. <laughs> Over eighteen, and and we all decided to enroll. And surprisingly, there was only four entrants into this tournament, and none of them were from San Joaquin Valley. <laughs> <laughs> We actually live in the San Joaquin Valley. No, we don't. The San Fernando Valley, dude. We live in the San Joaquin Valley. It's the San Fernando Valley tournament. We don't live in the San Joaquin Valley. So we live in Stanislaus County. <laughs> that's, that's the county. The valley you know, is the San Joaquin Valley. I really don't you know. You know how there are things within things. 
there's I don't like, understand how sometimes there's boundaries within boundaries. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you got me so confused for something. Like, wait, wait, what, what did I do wrong? San Joaquin County? There happened to be the San Joaquin Valley. We live in the San Joaquin Valley. That's yes. the big valley that runs from Bakersfield up to like Eureka or some shit. Actually, that's know. not true. Yeah, to Eureka, dude. Are you stupid? You don't Doesn't even know where San Joaquin Valley the, the, is? The Central Valley goes from like Which is where Red, Redding to Bakersfield. The San Joaquin Valley is considered Bakersfield to Stockton. I'm so glad you got oh, that wrong. Well, there you go. Well, no, we are in the San Joaquin Valley. You still don't know what you're talking <laughs> we, about. We are south of Stockton. <laughs> what else don't you know, Brad? <laughs> anyway, there happened to be the San Joaquin Valley over 18 karate tournament, and we signed up, and it was just the, us four. Us four were in our division, so uh, I've been... Since Nate and Zach fought last week, what uh, division was this? Um, it was over eighteen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no weight limit. I think he was going, he was going for weight on that. This is, <laughs> we were the only four over eighteen year olds doing karate and and trying to be professionals at it. So uh, you know what? There was there was brackets and Nate, you got matched up against Zach in the in the in the uh, the the quarter the semifinals. Did he get his revenge? And you got crane kicked for all three points. <laughs> oh, shit. You just kept walking into it, just getting crane kicked. Zach was just dropping crane kicks on Giving you. Giving you that cranium kick, son. So, yeah, you finished well, fourth in the tournament. Well, if, um, you do, if you do it right, no can defend. We, 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 we knew that. <laughs> Scotch, you went up against me, and, and oh, while shit. you were down two points, you were disqualified for, for biting my hand as I, as I chopped you across the face. You just caught it in your hand and just took a nice big bite. Yeah, that's a typical move of mine. Yeah. <laughs> And so that disqualified you. So you finished in third. Mike Tyson-esque. Um, and you know what? That means Zach and I were in the finals. And uh, I was in the finals against Zach. And after tying the match at two points on leg sweeps, I tried again only to see Zach jump over myself. And he delivered a spinning back fist as I rose from the attempted sweep. He knocked me, knocked my ass out. Oh, shit. Knocked Hit him right in the braids. Yeah. And I just my braids went flying off. <laughs> It was terrible. You you discovered that these were actually fake braids the entire time. They were connected to your fucking dojo <laughs> bandana that My you were bandana. wearing around your head. So yeah, I got second in the tournament, and and Zach, you you won the tournament. So you were basically whooping ass in karate in the last two weeks. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, You're on a nice run. Not surprised. Yeah. So did we get a draft order? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Zach is first. I'm second. Scotch is third. And Nate, you are fourth. I'll take the rapper, now. You know? You mentioned something to us off air that you might have some better metrics. Are we going to discuss that now, or are we going to talk about that later? I, th I think we should real quick. Just before we get into this draft, um, I was looking at Bevan metrics, and you know what? I will say this. It is closer than it's ever been as far as, like, I always – so it's one – if you had a one as your score, that means you got first place every draft. So the closer to one you are, the better you are drafting for the season. Okay. Um, right now, Nate's sitting at a 2.6, so his average finish in drafts is 2.6. Okay. So Sounds it's a little bit good. closer to third than it is to second. Um, for myself, I'm a 2.37. Okay. 2.37. And Zach and Scotch are tied right now with 2.33. Oh, yeah. baby. It's all my fourths. All the fourths. When you look at wins, you've got Scotch, 15 drafts, six wins. Um, I've got 16 drafts, five wins. We've got Zach with 12 drafts, three wins. And Nate, 13 drafts, two wins. So that's where we stand right now. 
Scotch. <laughs> All I heard was I had the most wins. Nate's this giving me true. the evil eye across the table right now. But gentlemen, you do realize that in honor of BBK, Zach, I mean, Scotch and I had to defend last week right. from two guest judges. How'd you do? You know, they finished fourth and third, as they should, because nice. we're we fucking professionals. We put them in their place. We represent. Oh, straight up professionals. And if one of us would have started off fourth, it would have been a little nerve wracking. But, yeah. you know, we know how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. He's got six wins. I've got five wins. Can't fuck with us. So who has second pick? Second pick is myself. Yeah, well, you know that you have the choice of the board because you know what I'm picking for the first pick. I, I don't doubt what you're picking. And, and I mean, if there's ever a time to to wear the uh, the gi. I'm obviously picking our boy from Greenbow, Alabama, Forrest Gump. No, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you had me for a minute. I am going to go Daniel Sun from Karate Kid as the ultimate underdog story comeback kid he's down points wearing the t-shirt right i mean it even age. goes so far as to like he gets injured and then comes back he gets like inappropriately touched below the waist before he comes back in he's just he's he's ready to he's got to go through the gauntlet of like the entire cobra kai dojo <laughs> the entire thing he has to go through all he, of them he has to fight lamar from revenge of the nerds and uh, no he didn't fight him i think he did he i think he, he fought him I thought he fought sure he only all Cobra Kai guys. Yeah, he, no, no, because no. Lamar from he was one of the Lamar's Cobra Kai. part of Cobra Kai. Yeah, he he was a, actually got uh, gut punched at the dojo. Um, oh oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He made him fight. Yeah, but yeah, that's my pick, and I'm sticking with it. Not the not the greatest movie of all time, but the greatest underdog story of all Def- time. Def- I feel I feel I, like this first round is going to be pretty chalk. It's going to be kind of like you got to go with some of the, the the legendary ones first, right? Before you move on to some of the, the, the kooky or crazy. Like, when you said Forrest Gump, I was like, that's an amazing pick. No, not for number one pick. You can Not for number later. one pick. Go ahead. But I'll take the, the true number one. Mm. Pee-wee. No. No, and, it's, and, and you know what's funny? And, and I, didn't, I don't think I even talked about this in the pod last week, but it's the idea that Danielson, he talks very much in the same, like, kind of beat and syntax as sliced alone in rocky i know, I know like it. his conversing style is very similar to the way that like rocky talks to adrian oh come on ma it's just a lot of like like when he's like joking with her it's like little sarcasm and self-deprecation yep. he's doing the same things that that same director yeah oh yeah it is true it's basically said watch rocky and i want you to behave pretty much like rocky does yeah. except, it, except if you were the son of a mafioso right. <laughs> yeah, right. add that exactly. little caveat okay right. but yeah ralph the two, two, the two of the greatest underdogs, same director, both movies. Interesting. Yeah, this dude, this dude. He's an underdog director. Gets two of the biggest underdog movies, like, right there. Yep. They're the first two picks on the BBK pod. Makes sense to me. Dude, nice pick at two. I had that at, I had that at one, personally. But, uh, fucker. Well, mm. now you get to make a pick. I do. And it's not going to be Rocky or Danielson. No. I am going to go with the first team pick. This is interesting. And I am going to go with a victorious team that should not have won. And they lifted a nation. They carried a nation behind them. Team USA, the movie Miracle. USA hockey team. That's a hockey movie. It's a hockey movie. I thought so, we were- so here's what I don't like about that pick. Canadian. It's just too like 
<laughs> it, fe- it feels like the story. It's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, it's Canadian. Sorry. First Go of all, ahead. it's about hockey. It's first, but second, I just feel like the story and the real reality of it is mm-hmm. are too. Like, I can't tell whether it's memorable because of the movie or the event. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, I, I thought of that one, and it's obviously such a great one, but it's one where I'm like, do I think of it as great because of the movie? Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think of it as a bunch of memorable underdogs, and they yeah. happen to be in a movie. And, right. Yeah. But the reality, and I remember when they said that they were going to release Miracle, and I was like, but that's like that they have video like it's they actually have like the game on TV mm-hmm. and you can see the the whole do you believe in miracles like the whole scene is like on TV like people witnessed it and then to do a movie of it it's like hey watch this thing that you already watched in that yeah. case I think I'm gonna take Jesus Christ Ooh, <laughs> resurrection. famous underdog yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, oh, I, I, I think it's I think it's the right pick there and and uh, I think it's I think it's a better pick than Brad's because you know what the miracle guys did they won. Hmm. Yeah. You know what Rocky didn't do? He didn't win. Win. I, I took Rocky, too. No, no you kidding. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. You've got the Rapparito. Okay. Oh, I think there's there's one that I'm going to leave off here that is a possible mistake, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take Hickory from Hoosiers. Yeah. I knew that was coming. And on the wrap, I'm going to take the Bears from the Bad News Bears. <laughs> Good pick. Uh, I like that pick. So you picking the the, the OG or the uh, or the Billy Bob? OG. Okay. Okay. OG Bad News Bears. And uh, the Hoosiers, the Hoosiers pick. Shout out to uh, our boy Anspa. Yeah. Johnny and Spock. Were they, now, that's, that's were my, they my question is, are they underdogs? Yeah, they just had point. a good team that year, and I know they're playing against some big city team, but... Bro, they play... Like, they're a town of, like, 40. Like, a third of the town is on the basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> For most of, the se- most of the season, they barely had a roster. But they were destroying everybody. Like, they were they were, they they were good. It's not like they were like, oh, we barely squeaked in the playoffs. Yeah, and but, they, but they were playing a school. That, 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 like, no one thought they should be there at the beginning. No one no one at the beginning of the season was like, that, they're state championship contenders. It's because they, they didn't play- know who Jimmy Chitwood was. Jimmy didn't even, wasn't even exactly. Jimmy wasn't even on the team. Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Once he joins the team, they're like, "Oh shit, they got the fucking you, sorry white Michael Jordan on so their team." As soon as they got Jimmy, they were not under. Sorry, you're arguing that <laughs> the movie that is like arguably the most widely known underdog movie of all time was about a movie was about a team that was not underdogs. That's that's the that's case. A, that's making. my argument. Yeah, I love that case. I think you should make that to the judge. I know. We'll see what the judge thinks. I mean, okay, go for it. You go for I don't it. think he knows anything about basketball. Leave some so. good shit for me on the next rap. Well, all right? And the, well, the bad news bears they didn't win either. Yeah, they, they didn't, which I love. Is why I love the pick. Mm-hmm. Bad news right. bears. I remember playing little league, little league baseball, probably third or fourth grade, and uh, one of my buddy's dads was the was one of the coaches. And I remember he used to throw us batting practice with a lit cigarette in his mouth while throwing <laughs> batting practice at the little league field. I dig that. And I remember so, like that was, that was probably like the last time that that was a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nineteen ninety or whatever. Uh, it was. Who was, was this? Scott? Yeah. He also uh, hit balls on the driving range with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's, it was a lot of things. It's literally 30 years later, and he just still still hitting balls with that same cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> and he can fucking play, too. He crushed the ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Do we vamp enough for you? I think so. Um, my my next pick, I was trying to decide if I pick losers or winners. 
since I picked the greatest winners of all time in USA hockey, I'm going to go with winners, and I'm going to pick the only guys that could beat the Alpha Betas. I'm picking the nerds from Revenge on the Nerds. They beat them in the, in the homecoming carnival, and they took they took over the uh, the Greek Council and changed their future. It's a great pick. Yeah. Wow. And. I don't think you were born for that movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> wow. You really haven't seen Revenge of the Nerds? That's why I'm just saying, wow. It's just, Dude. talk about a, a movie that's just not appropriate anymore. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't age well, but you should still watch it. I think we should watch it. Watch it, though, to, like, together. close your shades. Just watch Zach just cringe, because it's just- it's it terrible? There's, well, it's it's great, but it's just so wrong in so many ways. A lot of wrong. A lot of wrong. It's like American Pie times 10. Yeah, it's- <laughs> it's There are a lot of the same problems, but they're worse. All right, I'm, I'm, oh man, I don't know if I should unleash some of my, my legit, really great picks now, but I think I'm gonna do one right now. My legit, I don't know if I should pick my legit, really great picks right now. Maybe I should go mediocre, second pick. It's, no, I've, I've, got, I've got some, some wild picks that I wanna start introducing that I think are gonna be great. But I'm gonna drop one right now that I know is gonna upset one person here. We're talking about memorable underdogs. I mean, there's just some people that just aren't built for prison. Oh. And you know, when they get in there and they have 20 tough years trying to get out, but eventually they escape. So this is. I think you're throwing Andy the is an underdog. Bro, this I, is, I think this is a totally this is wrong. This against is a, the spirit of the draft. This is the exactly the. You, you just did the thing that you <laughs> criticized me of. Andy is not an underdog. If you want to be like, okay, who should we stick in prison? First of all, he's white. Second should, of all, he's smart. Yeah, who should we stick in prison that might do really well? I'm going to take a guy that's like pretty pretty smart, pretty white, pretty white, pretty tall. He was in a maximum security, aggressively violent he had a, prison. A, the gang of sisters were after him. He was repeatedly gang being rape. sexually abused. I will say that the one, the, the one thing and he fought through it all. I will say that the one thing his, that substantiates it is that they actually literally like Red actually literally picks him to lose. Yeah. Yeah. To open the film. Yeah. That, that I will say. He's yeah. like, that dude's not going to make it. I'm going to go I on would, the record and say, I love this pick. Definitely I was, pick it. I was never going to make this. Pick. I had, I had, I don't this, even have it in my own. I had this at the top of my next tier of picks and I didn't want to take it because I just, I, it's I super knew ambiguous. I had to, but I couldn't. And yes, yeah, so I'm glad. Hey, you I, I'm figuring out our judge like a little bit. And I'm starting to figure out that he likes those little like he likes weird picks shit. that make him kind of think. Oh, and when he when he does that, you know, points are showing up. Well, I got yeah. some of those. It just ain't Andy Dufresne, and I love me some Andy Dufresne. Yeah. All right, Zach. <laughs> Zach, you got a wrap <sighs> with my next pick. I am going to go with the champion of all champions. And we are going to go with my boy, Tommy Conlon from Warrior. I knew that was going to go, and I knew it was going to be you that took it. I just fucking love this movie so much. How is it Tommy and not Brendan? It's this the, it's, it's, uh, it's the, it's the, it's Tom Hardy's character. Right. Right. Oh, he is loses. that Brendan? No, no, that is Tommy Conlon. Tommy, he loses and to the I'm to going, the underdog. I'm going he, even though even though he loses I'm going him. I don't I don't think I'm going I don't think I'm going Brendan. Maybe that's the wrong choice. Tommy knocks out every single dude with in like 12 seconds in that whole thing. And they never knew who he was. So he's the ultimate underdog. 
He was in the armed forces. I mean, he he had a rough life. We can say that he did have the rough life. I mean, and I'm he's all coming for you from taking this pick. I think it's I think Brendan. I think Brendan is also a heavy reach, but you go for it. I don't yeah, like. We were talking about like privilege. I mean, Brendan, that dude Brendan grows up in the like suburbs a, and has a nice house and family. He's got a job. Like he's he's doing all right. I'm going Tommy. That equates to I'm going to win a round like win a like <laughs> grand prix mma tournament he's been training his his entire life he's i'm a going bouncer. i'm going tommy okay he's my favorite character <laughs> he's the one i'm picking i knew you're gonna take him at some point God, all right I love it that you guys are taking all these stupid picks oh we're, we're yeah you gotta get a little wild second one i'm going with james braddock Ooh, played james by jay braddock russell crowe in the cinderella man now, Nate, why is that a bad pick? It's actually not a bad pick. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like that movie. It's just so far from the next pick on the board. As far as memorable, it's it's a tough one because... Dude, have you seen it lately? Oh, it's no, no. So I, I know good. that movie in and out. I've seen it many, many, it's many times. It's great. It's just you it's, forget it's, it exists the second you I hadn't it watched it in so long, and then I watched it again because I talked about... You and I, Nick, talked about it the other day, good. and I watched it again. I was like, God, this is... Oh, no. It's a hell of a movie. It's, it's a hell of a movie. You just forget that it happened. And then you watch it and you're like, why do I not love this movie more and remember it? And then you shut it off and you have amnesia that it ever existed. That's I, funny because it is kind of like that, huh? I yeah. like it though. I like I it. I love it too. It's fresh in my when memory right now and I want, <laughs> I want to pick it. Never saw it. All right. My it's next, really good. My, oh, it's good. my next pick here. <laughs> oh, he's got a little grin and laugh. No, it's just one of those things that I, I even told myself. I was like, I don't really want to pick this just because of real life circumstances. But if I'm thinking... Out of all these things that have been picked so far, of my favorite underdog movie, and I, the fact that I'm getting this in the third round is pretty impressive. I know what you're picking. I'm taking Rudy. Yeah. Oh, that was my next pick. I thought it was going to fall to me. Like, uh, the, the, I just, the fact he has not been picked yet is wild. I mean, that whole movie just plays off the fact that he is oh, the, the most underdog of all underdogs. Honestly, he could have been in a first rounder. Like, that's a crazy Yeah, I don't know how I'm getting him in the third. Like, I, I, think I, that's, I was going to let somebody else pick it, but the fact that it's sitting silly. here, I have to take it. He 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 gets a he gets a sack during garbage time that he was off sides on. Oh, Joe like, Montana talked shit about him. Like yeah. I, I know I know his story has been kind of like shit on a lot, and and and, and it doesn't really necessarily that, hold up to reality. But at the same time, the negative the movie itself. Yeah, Joe the cool music, says he's whack, everything's inspiring about it. Our boy and Spa knocked it out of the park. Way better underdog story than Hoosiers. Yeah, false. <laughs> All right. All right, Scotch. Okay, I'm gonna stick with my team category not really a team but a unit and these guys were up against just the most massive army ever and they held them off at the hot gates spartans 300 you're going with the whole the whole crew the, the, the 300 spartans i was wondering do you think that that movie would be appropriate to show my 13 and 11 year old sons there's boobies. There's boobies, but it, they're Eva Green's boobies, and they're spectacular. No. So I feel like they should see them. You Eva should. Green yeah, is, is in the second one. The, oh, really? Yeah. That's not the first one? No. The first one is, is uh, the girl who plays Cersei in, in uh, um, yeah, and Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Oh, Lena Headey. Lena Headey. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first one. And there's some other boobies, but not... I don't know. It's pretty violent. A lot of I mean, they, they're cool. They love violent stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's a couple boobs, I mean, geez, <laughs> we definitely don't want to see it. <laughs> How many beheadings? <laughs> Only four lot, beheadings? A lot of beheadings. Uh, all right. I, I do find this. I mean, I generally am a little surprised at our... our I, I'll, I'll, I'm all about showing the boobies. 
No, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, the violent. I'm like, we, we're really worried about showing boobs, but yeah, just let people stab each other on screen in front of kids all. Day. Honestly, it's more just their uncomfortability with watching boobies with their dad. I, that's my whole point. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's you like that? No, I want to make them comfortable with it. Oh, I, I don't think like, that's how it works. <laughs> I don't think the more boobs I, you watch with your dad, the more comfortable you get. With hard it. disagree. I think the- <laughs> Desensitize him to watching boobs with dad. Yeah, I want to make this okay. I want to normalize boobs. All right, all right, all right. Nate, you've been you've been uh, guffawing at all our picks. Show us how it's done, buddy. I've got some. My problem is not. Now we left you too uh, many great ones. Yes, absolutely. So many picks. I've got so many guys on my list that didn't actually win. I mean, Rudy. Rudy gets in for one play. We're fucking uh, okay. I guess I'm going to do it. I mean, I don't know how you cannot. Okay. I guess I'm going to take the Cleveland Indians from Major League. <sighs> yeah. What did they get to the first round of the wild card? Yep. Yeah, but they're <laughs> literally a team. They're literally a team that like she tries to trash. They're so they're so boring. They can't even get fans at the beginning. They were put together to lose, and then they won. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. That's a good underdog. Okay, so that might have been taking that with my last pick if it was coming. I desperately want all of the ones I have left. Oh. So this one I'm going to go with because I think it's super fun, and I'm going to play a little to the judge here. I'm going to take Angel Guzman from Stand and Deliver. Oh, shit. Lou Diamond Phillips. Is my mom the judge? (laughs) That's for you, That's one of my mom's favorites. That one's for for you, Wendo. That is an interesting pick. There's some other ones that I think are like, I like, more like should the kids be the the underdogs rather than the teacher no yeah so the angels the the angel is the the, the lou diamond phillips he's like the most notable kid not jaime escalante Escalante. didn't didn't he get like a 95 percent or something on the test like he was the last one they showed and like yeah he did the best he killed yeah he was anyway i I thought about the i thought about the teacher but i just i gotta go with the students i like it it's not a great pick but i like it no, yeah. You talk about Cinderella Man being a shitty pick. That's I, I want. I wanted. It's fourth round. I feel like the fourth round is the place to kind of get like a little bit like interesting. Not True. there are a lot of more up the middle picks, but I wanted something that would catch the judges' attention. <clears throat> right. You're definitely going to catch. I'm going to win. Going to catch something. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It's an interesting pick. Scotch, your final pick. Well, I'm going to stick with my team's <clears throat> theme going here, and that might be a bad idea. When the when the word underdog is in the title of the movie, Ooh. then I think it qualifies pretty well. And I'm talking about Average Joe's Gymnasium in Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Oh, I thought he was going to take American Underdog, man. Kurt. Kurt uh, oh, the, the figure skater? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> or hey, who's the... the uh, Kurt Angle? No, no the, uh, uh, the quarterback. Oh, oh Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. <laughs> one, of the, one of the most dog shit movies of all time. I missed that one. So It was bad. So, anyway, I'm going with Average Joe's gym. Uh, that no, one I have on the list. That's a good one. There's no freaking way those guys beat any of those teams that were in that fucking tournament. <laughs> even even with the, Patches of Hula Especially Hand. Globo Gym. Yeah. Well, they do lose once, but then the, they find out that the one. Right. They lost to the Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was on a low-grade beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> 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 kind of messy. All right, well, I've got my last pick here. So I can kind of go a little bit interesting here. I can do a little bit wild, but I think I know where I'm going to go. And I think this one's maybe going to be a surprise. I'm going to go ahead, and when you 
are just out of your element. You know, you're not used to where you are. You're, you're on the wrong coast. And all you're trying to do is maybe make up with your wife. And then all of a sudden, a high-level high, high level terrorist organization yeah. comes in and starts trying to uh, take over the building. Shit goes bad, and you've got to just save the day. Talking about John? I'm thinking John McClane. Die hard. <laughs> Die hard. How is he an underdog? I don't, I don't hate that pick, but... He's, He's against a, special set a terrorist of organization. He's against a gigantic... All, all, like high level terrorist organization, he and he's able to single handedly take him down. Yeah. Hans Gruber is not high level, bro. He was one of my ones I was choosing, trying to decide, and I just couldn't quite. It's yeah. just making me so. Well, some happy people win drafts, and some people don't. Just picks you guys the, are making. These these the Ulcerans here are going to be like massive. Lot. I will say I did fuck up my uh, my my draft because I had oh, I had Rocky, Andy, Rudy. And now John McClane. I guess I could just call him Johnny. Johnny Mac. You could have. <laughs> Johnny Boy. Johnny, yeah. Johnny from Boy. Die Hot. Screwed that up. <laughs> Is it my pick? You get the final pick of the draft here, my good sir. So I knew none of you would pick this. So I saved it for the very last Nice pick. strategy, bro. The ultimate underdog story. Also, one of the greatest stories ever told. Never ending story. Frodo Baggins. Oh. Carrying a, literally a hairy... Hobbit <laughs> carrying Frodo's getting carried. Oh, Frodo carrying that. Yeah, Rudy helps him, <clears throat> but he carries the ring all the way and uh, and makes it happen and ends up winning, winning the championship like none has and before, saving the entire goddamn land exactly against like the greatest against armies of fucking demons and shit, dragons. Wizards. I'm actually pissed. I didn't think. I will say the fact that I have it on my list is it makes me kind of sad. Greatest underdog of all time. That's a good one. That's a sneaky laugh. Damn, that's a good one. Yeah. I actually disagree. Oh yeah. Did you think he was the favorite? (laughs) (laughs) Dick. Vegas had him heavy odds odds on favorite. Uh, These are going to be some crazy uh, also rants for sure. All right. I'm ready, man. I want to know. I want to know how bad I won. Yeah, and, and this week I, I gotta say, like I, I thought well, our two year anniversary, and and we've got the whole crew back together. And I was thinking Gov's gonna have like some. We're gonna have to like do puzzles and shit to find out what our bonus points are. Nothing, not a peep. Yeah. No, he's he said he's got some cool he's got, shit. He's got categories. He's already excited about. Didn't it. Didn't bring any cards. All right, well we'll see. Whatever. He better bring it. Invite him to a special show and fucking that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. When the criminal justice system fails, it fails hard. Innocent lives are ruined, guilty perpetrators go free, and communities suffer. But what if we told you that the flaws in the criminal justice system run deeper than you think? Join us on the Broken System podcast as we explore the cracks in the criminal justice system. From racial biases to wrongful convictions, we'll investigate the issues that are driving our justice system to the brink of collapse. We'll bring you the stories of those who have suffered under the broken system and the experts who are fighting to make things right. Together, we'll ask the tough questions and demand real change. Are you ready to take a closer look at the flaws in the criminal justice system? Tune in to the Broken System podcast, available now on all major platforms. Gavimetrics, YouTube assist. Gonna point out all the shit that we missed. It's the draft job. Crushing dreams once again.
All right, we're back, and we have with us one of our, you know, a recent mainstay on the pod, a uh, the man who needs no introduction, but I will try, the Gov. How we doing, Gov? I'm mentally exhausted after judging this draft. Well, Gov, I also say that, I mean, have you, how have you been dealing with all like the death threats and, and all the violence from last pod, last draft that you judged, there was a lot of controversy about the Fargo not being number one. And I mean, there was some, some scoring issues. There was some concern. Well, it didn't hurry. You got to have thick skin, you know, maybe you have to change your address a couple of times, new, new cell phone number. Yeah, that, that, that sometimes happens. So. That sometimes happens. Some people have been saying you may be too old for the job. <laughs> I would say I don't remember that. But that could be a symptom. That could be a symptom of that. I think I think somebody just said it. He, he just said it. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for being here, Gov. We appreciate you. So when you heard this category, you thought, oh my God, that's gonna be a tight category. That's gonna be a big category. I when I heard about it, I was like, I was like, oh, that's gonna be a massive category. And then when I really dug in, I was like, holy shit, there's like so much that you could go. Yeah, even even bigger than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, your mind immediately goes to to sports based settings and yeah. you know, underdog teams and you know the Reddit uh, page bigger than you thought. Man, no, I then I started overthinking, and you know, I, I was telling—I think it was you and Scott before the recording. I've not thought too much in my life about the word underdog. You know, I like underdogs. I, some people think underdogs are terrible for sports and different things. I have not overanalyzed a word after coming back and thinking about it more than this word. So, man, <laughs> what, I just, what would someone's argument be for not liking underdogs in sports? It's like the ultimate thing because right? they want to see the best teams play the play. best play the best team so an uncle of mine for example he's like oh major league baseball you know expanding the playoffs is stupid just take the best al team the best AL team and play a series and let the best team do it just one no no playoffs just the top teams from each or, or one series from the top from each yeah like we want like people want to see and, and and you go on sports radio it's back and forth like Colin how cowherd's like no, you guys all want to root for underdogs, but that's stupid because you're not going to see the best teams. And by the end, like even in like te- in sports where you can advance by winning one game, yeah, like March Madness, everyone loves. I bet you the majority of people that love March Madness haven't watched five or less complete college games that season, right? right. But they're into the tournament, and it's exciting because one team can win. But you get to the Final Four, you want to see the best. Teams yeah, but I mean, usually the out. usually those underdogs don't make it that far. I mean, the, usually, you know, yeah. usually like the big underdog story. The big underdog story for for final for for March Madness is like, oh, they made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Like this is a huge win for this program. Blah blah blah. Right. But the hype is you can get there in one. And I, I had one question I'm going to not pose to you, but just throw it out there. And then I I have a question I want to hear you guys' thoughts on. The cynical side of me says, pro sports that have extended series do it so the best team or no because they want more money but the 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 sports fan of me says no they do it because they want to ensure the best teams meet in the end and you have the best competition with the most talent on right display. thinking that thinking that the the, the best team is going to win a seven out of seven series right so mlb uh your nba but but the underdog side is kind of what makes march madness fun and, and football it's not rare at all for a wild card team to get to the Super Bowl or even right. potentially win the Super Bowl. So yeah, I don't know. My so my question is that I'm curious to hear your guys answer. 
What what's the underdog you appreciate more? The one who is clearly underskilled and undermatched, who just catches the stud on the right or the best team on their worst moment? Like the, the underdog has their best game, the the best team has their worst day ever, or or do you want the one that's like, hey, I'm kind of sneaky, I got the training, I'm pretty good, and I won because I'm an unknown quantity. What's more appealing? Hmm. I'm going to take the unknown quantity. Like, I, I want to see. Like they're really good, but we just don't know much about them. <clears throat> yeah, or or they're really good. I mean, I guess when I think about it that way, I think of it as they're really good because of the experiences they've had throughout the course of a period of time, a season or mm -hmm. whatever it is. So the reason they were underestimated is because they were not done growing until the point at which it really mattered. Okay. Yeah, I guess the, the one thing that's interesting like about like baseball, for example, is like a really great team can have some super key injuries early on in such a long season. And their record may not be that great because half their season they didn't have their best players. Then by the time they get to the end, their guys come back, and then that actually is the team. And so that's what would be my one argument about keeping those type of teams and like expanding it a little bit but then when a team gets in with a sub 500 record that's when i'm like it gets a little bit well and the counter argument is you know in 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 like a football or something where you have such a smaller season number wise right each game's so much more important yeah so i it, it could go like there's an endless argument it's a big division on yeah do we like underdogs do we hit underdogs what kind of underdog do we like I think of hockey and like hockey gives the president's trophy for the team that has the best record at the end of the regular season. Mm -hmm. But playoff hockey is a different beast oh. than the in 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 the regular season, it's a lot more open, a lot more offense. And then all of a sudden you get into the playoffs and you'll you'll see these teams that they're kind of middle of the road teams, but they're playing aggressive defense and it's just they're just stifling and they're putting their bodies on the line. Now they're like, this is the real season. I'm gonna put my body on the line way more than I did during the regular season. And it's a whole. It's like it's a brand new sport almost. It's I would hate to be a Vegas handicapper for NHL playoffs because oh, no way. <laughs> it's under. It's like upset city everywhere. The yeah. favorites are. are you, get, you get one hot goalie. It's, and but there's also the, 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 the you know I'm all for expanding the playoffs and I and I like that because I like everybody to have a chance right because I like the underdog story but then at the same time you sort of remove the importance of the regular season right, right. you see that happen in the NBA where yeah you've got stars that sit out three quarters of the season and then come in. And, work and play in the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. go time now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, on your March Madness point, though, like in terms of an example of one that grows for years and years, this is the Michigan State Spartans, right? Like oh, yeah. they, they were a team that became known as a team each season that was designed, or at least seemingly designed, to peak at a certain point. So that they often came into the tournament in the early years as like, you know, they weren't like a, a, a 10. But they often came in as like somewhere four. between a four or a yeah. five or a six. And in those early seasons, they were making final fours from positions where they were ranked, you know, 16th, 18th in the country on sort of semi-regularly because they were sort of a team that was built to grow. Well, it got to a point when you're filling out brackets or if you are, are gambling, you know, for entertainment purposes. Uh, <laughs> like if, if Michigan State's a 10 or 11, you're like, Mm, do I want to bet against Izzo to make it to the Final Four? They they find a way. Like, they they're yeah they're yeah. just they're that team. Can't bet against Draymond Green, so I mean, <laughs> four time NBA champion. <laughs> Where do we go from here? 
<laughs> so guys, you've you've got some scores. We know when you when you go down to the uh, the judging booth that we've set up for you, you are going to put in the work. You're going to have some categories. You're going to have some scores. You're going to have some pluses and minuses. And uh, we just need you to bring us through what was the criteria here for your underdog judging. I feel like I was trapped in a glass case of emotion today because I was so happy. I was excited about my (laughs) categories that I came up with. And then I saw the list and I had to start ranking things. I was like, oh my God, I'm... I'm so I don't even know what to do. So and I I figured it out, but big, big, biggest whiner, Cubs right now yeah. or the Karate Kid? Biggest whiner, <laughs> me Stupid or the Karate Kid? <laughs> Stupid uh, picks. <laughs> Sorry, These guys got their stupid picks. Love you, Gubs. I didn't even want, even want to come out here and judge this draft. Guy asked me to come to the beach in a pig fucking shirt. <laughs> I did get driven out here tonight, so I have that in common with Larissa. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, so this is when Nate jumps in and says, "So your scoring system is you take the teams that we had, right, and rank we them. rank them one through sixteen, and you do reverse order points. So first place gets sixteen, right, and then I have various categories that may affect those scores. Yeah, you did just right. Thanks for uh, well, stepping in. Not it was the same, not the same radio. Voice. That was on Instagram. Fair enough. Uh, so." We're kind of feeling a little bit of fall-ish weather in the middle of a heat wave. Um, It makes me excited for football season, like Mm -hmm. NFL is firing away. We're about done with preseason, college football, blasting off. So my first two categories are football-related, and it's it's a very sports-dominated category. So we got first, unsportsmanlike conduct. Normally a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But in this one, if you were not part of a sport or a competitive situation— Take a little guts to pick that one. So I gave you a plus one bonus. The unsportsmanlike conduct bonus. Next, we got the fourth quarter Lombardi luck. I took everyone's last place pick and I looked up online. The year that the movie was released, did the underdog win the Super Bowl that year? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love that. If it did, you got two bonus points. Two bonus oh, points? Big. That's big. I know what movie Mike I came out, and last... I know I did not get a bonus <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure about this? I believe so. Oh. Now, I'm talking not the year of the season, the year the Super Bowl happened. Ah. Um, ma- that, I mean, that's, that's something oh. that needs to be Oh, wait a second. Maybe we're right. Distinguished. Okay. okay. Uh, next, we have, I'm a Fresno State alum. I got my Fresno State shirt on there right now. Go. Go 2008 baseball underdogs to wonder dogs. They shocked ah, the nation. They won the do. national championship in baseball. Shout out to our boy Tommy Mendonca. Mendonca. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> if and I may have messed this up, and there's one pick I didn't know if I should give the bonus to, and I don't feel too bad. If if your win, if your underdog status gained national, international, or very widespread notice, bonus point. Okay. Oh. Last but not least, the MVP. It is not the most valuable player. It is the moral victory problem. If you want to, what I kind of consider was a moral victory, like yes. you did really good, like but if you, you didn't made the get it all 16. done. Yeah, exactly. To me, that's a problem. And here's the problem. People are divisive. Like there's two sides. You think politics is bad? Man, half the people are like, moral victories are fucking stupid. You didn't win. <laughs> and half the people are like, no, you showed perseverance. You, you, know, you learned valuable things. You came a long way. You did great. So... I rolled, I brought back the four-sided die. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I had four quotes. And I won't read the quotes right now, but uh, we went to our boy, American journalist, H.L. Mekin, had a quote. 
We had Coach Bobby Bowden. We had Winston Churchill, and we had Thomas Edison. I won't tell the quotes yet, but if you had that, I rolled, and you got anywhere from minus two to minus one to plus one to plus two, depending on their <laughs> opinion what was of the Bobby, moral victory. The Bobby Bowden quote, it. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot this is, this is very <laughs> short. I can tell it to you right now if you want to hear it. No, 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 no. Let's, let's we'll see. hear it in a second. Well, maybe. Okay. Wow. He, he, he brought his A game. I love it. So, yeah. as usual, we got to hear from fourth to first the, the point, point spread. spread of these four teams. So, our fourth place team, it was a little... It, I feel like the spread's kind of similar to how I usually do it. I think it's kind of coincidental, but our fourth place team had 34. Okay. Our third place team had 35. Ooh. Damn. Our second place team had 38. Shit. And our winner, 41. Oh, it's okay. it's pretty tight. It's tight across yeah. the board. Some okay. bonuses might have separated Bonus this. definitely yeah. tight, tight. tight. things. Okay. I'd say first place sounds like they kind of set themselves apart. A, a, number, of, bit, a yeah. number of picks apart got from bonus points. more than one bonus. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a lot, say, there's there's a lot, a lot of, of bonus points there. out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, we'll start us off with the last place team. Drum roll, drum roll, please. We're, we're jumping right into it. We've talked about Bevan Metrics already. We know kind of the situations. There's a couple guys here who are looking to get back on the winning, I'm winning side of things. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Let's see what happens. All right. Our last place team with 34 points is Team 4. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> team, team 4 includes Hoosier, Hickory from Hoosiers. This the is Bears, crazy. Bad News Bears, the OG version. Cleveland Indians of Major League and Angel Guzman stand and deliver. What? Your, your stand and deliver stand pick deliver was had to chancy fuck him, right? from the beginning. <laughs> that and, then, and then I appreciated it. I liked it. I like. Yeah. I, I still. Those I still like don't think iconic. Hickory were underdogs. Iconic. <laughs> Two teams that didn't win, and I guess that's negative points for that one. Who's the other one didn't win? Bears, oh. Bad News Bears, and Cleveland Indians both. Yeah, we had win. some MVP. Cleveland Indians win. They won. Well, they, they won lost the, the, they won they the lost play the in game, series. and then they they did not win the World. So Series. this was the one that was tough for me because they accomplished what they were trying to yeah. accomplish. Right. But you find out kind of like in the postscript, like oh, oh they went yeah. to the World Series and, and they, they lost. lost. That's yeah. why nobody pays attention to Major League Two because in in, in, yeah. in my eyes, if Major League Two doesn't exist, you can say they won the they won the World Series that year and it was great. Right. I mean, they got to peel the little pieces of stuff yeah. off the owners. Oh, yeah. That was yes. fun. That's beautiful. All right. So, Some goddamn it, bullshit right here. I mean, it is. It's a bunch of hokey. Just, so, oh, sta- let's start at the bottom. Stand and deliver. That was an a interesting pick. And, and this person definitely finished. They finished first. They got the highest score, I think, in the class. It, it was my <laughs> – I ranked it last of the 16. Oh. However, However, it was not the lowest scoring pick. Because, because it, it got, got extra pay- points? It got the unsportsmanlike conduct. Like we're talking a math setting. It's not a – like sports or not, nothing mm-hmm. ESPN adjacent. And the movie came out in a year when the underdog won the Super Bowl. So you got a couple points there. So you, Who won the Super Bowl? It was Bowl? a one point. I, I, I oh, so that was 19. Was that 1988? I want to say. That's the Redskins? And that was. The Niners beat the Broncos? No, no. Uh, no. Broncos beat the Packers, who were 11 point favorites. Oh, Ooh. wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a big one. Wait, in 1988? Or, That's oh, 19, no, sorry, not in, uh, That was the 1987 sorry, it season. Was, it was no, 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 Washington no, it was, over Denver. Denver yeah, was said, three point favorite. I said the Redskins. Yes. That's what I thought. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The Commanders. 
Right. The, the Washington. It wasn't the Cleveland Indians either. It was the Cleveland <laughs> Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, well. Okay, so yeah, Historically accurate. Yeah. Um, so how did you rank uh, the Cleveland Guardians? <laughs> I actually had that at number nine. So at okay. So that was a good pick, value okay. pick. Yep. But I but I did hit it with the MVP because to me, like they didn't win the World Series. It was yeah. It was it was a toss up, and uh, you rolled it to. Bobby Bowden, I am not happy with moral victories. Those things are forgotten. <laughs> Minus one point. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, so there's a worse one, and I love oh, it. There is a worse one. And that that was the difference. That that actually it would have been a tie, that minus one actually. Damn. Got put him Damn. In I legitimately thought I was gonna win. I was sure I was gonna win. That's a crazy stance to take with the team that you drafted. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Ignoring my picks, I was very confident. <laughs> Hoosiers, <sighs> Hoosiers is a great. Pick. He even said he bad goes, news bears. He where, where was it? I, I do want to say so. We, the bad news bears. Where were they on your list? They Had were drafted. Bad news bears fifth. at number seven. Okay, so they fell a little bit. MVP. They rolled a one. Well, because they 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 got there and they're like, you know yeah. what? We're gonna do the right thing. We're gonna play everyone, and, yeah. and made it close. And we're gonna give beer to a bunch of miners. You know, it didn't affect anything. Right. Uh, but that was the MVP, and he rolled a one. That's uh, American journalist H.L. Mencken, and he said, In human history, a moral victory is always a disaster, <laughs> for it debauches and degrades both the victor and the vanquished. Minus two points. So my die cost me three points. Cost three three points. points. Which, which cost and you were me two points place. behind. No, it cost you third place. It could have got, well, yeah, it could have got you to... Third. To third, yeah. second at thirty-eight. All right, okay. Well, but the bonus is affected a lot. Of people. So if I'd had a if I'd had a different judge and also <laughs> the correct roles, yeah. I want to point out your son was the witness to the roles, just to make sure there's no. Oh, I love that. shenanigans. You know, yeah, yeah no, no. Guys, no. I want to ask. I know you don't know anything about basketball, but what about his Hickory uh, Hoosiers pick? So where where was that ranked? Was that pandering? I mean. No, like, it's, no, he pandered on his fucking stand and deliver pick. <laughs> that was, okay, that was <laughs> Hoosier's number two. Yeah. Ooh, no okay. bonuses. Okay. No bonuses. Number two. Fuck. Number two. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to disagree with that at all. I, and that's I, I, wow. I personal. That's, like, it's a personal thing. Yeah. But, and it's historically, I mean, it, it is a real thing, even though the films, they say. I, 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 I thought about making a category that talked about how they presented it. Like, was it historically accurate? And. I thought I don't care about that because it's it's the movie. Good call. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. All right. Team four. You got that grenadine? Uh, you said you didn't have any tonight, so maybe you need to go find that bottle. Why don't you suck it? <laughs> I don't suck on grenadine. <laughs> Not tonight. All right. <laughs> you just go Third wax off. Third place. Third place. Only a point ahead of the last place team. So. Third place with thirty-five points is team. One. God. Team one includes Danielson, the Karate Kid. I thought Tommy for sure Conlin, I was last. Warrior, <laughs> James Braddock, Cinderella Man, and Frodo Baggins, Lord of the Rings. I thought you were going to get last. So you just disagreed with my Karate Kid pick. I know you didn't think that was the number one pick. It was three for me overall. Okay, all right. I'll it's take not bad, that. but okay. here, here's so this is kind of like the last draft where it's hard to tell. Well, I guess you guys could pick movies that are kind of your wheelhouse, but. This was a little tricky to pick, but the reason I kind of thought maybe it was Zach after I scored it, because he picked two movies I've seen once a long time ago, and one of them I don't think I've seen all the way through. Warrior and Cinderella Man. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I remember Warrior's Cinderella so Man legit. better than Warrior, and uh, I had a long talk with 
your boy, and he's like, oh, let me tell you about it. And I'm like, oh, I remember it. Yeah. But it was a little tough. You got to watch both of them. They're spectacular. Nate's right. Cinderella Man is a bit forgettable. Warriors phenomenal. I had just watched it. I so think I, was... I saw it on a plane or something. Zach, like it's, very, like it's a, a great plane movie. movie. Yeah, it's yeah, a great plane movie. This is no <laughs> condolence, but if I was the judge, you were not finishing third or last. You were probably in the top two for Thank sure. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. So I, I liked you. I liked Frodo Baggins. Right? Sneaky last pick. Right? It was. I made it 14th, and I kind of debated on making it more. And so... So literally, you like, benefited. So I texted and I was like, "Which movie are we taking?" And we're like, "The whole, the, the whole, whole shebang." Yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna pick the 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 last one where he actually accomplishes throwing the ring in because I needed a year for the underdog." Okay. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. And you got it. You got it. Was 2003. You got the MB or you got the uh, the underdog. The Ram, the Titans. Rams. Titans. Fourth quarter. Uh, that was 2003. That was. Tampa Bay over Oakland when oh, when we oh, when yeah. we didn't change any of our playbook and our old coach was like I know everything you're doing <laughs> yeah and I lost I lost a very important pool was, uh, when we didn't were you on that team I, I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> dude he's the reason he's kind of tired right now I was he's monetarily the, invested the, the Raiders the Raiders win preseason over the, win over the Niners yeah. I said it was the, the Raiders fan Super Bowl Jimmy G stepping it up. You know, <laughs> I got to have something to be excited about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about, and so, yeah, yeah you said James Braddock. No, it's fine. I, I will it's say, fine. folks out there, it's a Ron Howard movie. You know it's going to be great. Yeah. Cinderella Man is, is a solid, solid I film. had an eighth overall. I think it's one above where you guys picked it. Yeah, yeah, no we, bonuses. We um, had a little bit of a, a discussion on the next, on Warrior. Did he pick the right guy? But, but be, you haven't seen it. You don't know the movie. Yeah. Does, well, no, it doesn't I, matter. I've seen it, but never passed yeah. the first time. Right. Well, he also lost. He didn't he win. He did. And well, yeah. he kind of, it was brother against brother, right? And he, right. he was yeah. like, okay, He lost on purpose, bro. He let yeah. you submit me. And no, he didn't lose on purpose. No, he totally he had a broken he shoulder. He was like, I'll let you win. <laughs> he was like, Wait a minute. He, Thank he, you, said, he apologized or said something. I love you, brother. And he was like, yeah. Okay, I'll take the submission loss. I think. I don't know. So I, I, think. I, <laughs> I gave that the MVP because it was moral victory, I think, for him. Yeah, yeah. it was. Definitely. Without winning. Dude. And he roll, you rolled the four, you got the plus two. What, what's the quote? What? That's how I beat Nate. That was, <laughs> many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up Thomas Edison. Oh, oh I, love I like that. that. Nate, you're not a fourth round. So you didn't go with the Thomas Edison quote, <laughs> bitches be crazy, huh? I mean, that was a, that was, <laughs> that was a close second. That was a also round. <laughs> Nate, you did not get last, officially. I mean, officially Un you did, unofficially. Unofficially, unofficially. Asterisk. Great job, unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> all right that means we're down to two teams Shit. and we've got uh you know these two teams were battling for first and second last week and uh -huh. it's a rematch here so we've got uh team two we've got team three our second place team with 38 points is team two <laughs> <laughs> team two includes rocky from rocky andy from shawshank redemption rudy from rudy and John McClane from Die Hard. How bad did he fuck himself with Shawshank Redemption? Number four overall. What? Oh, That's so insane. That's... And Rocky's, well, and Rocky's number one it. overall? No, no. Rocky oh, was... my Lord. Rocky lost the fucking fight. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank he you. was a nobody, nobody boxer from Philly. He was a nobody who lost. He was a huge moral Creed who has 17 nicknames. Everything. Well, but Apollo Creed picked the fight because he's like, oh, my guy dropped out. He broke his hand or something, and 
Uh, everyone, everyone else they contacted couldn't be there. So he's like, "Well, no, they wouldn't pick. fight him. They wouldn't find him on the, that no, short they were notice." Or yeah, they, they couldn't get in shape. So he's like, "Hey, let me find some local dude. I'll just kick his ass and pay him one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's that." He wins by decision, which is kind of in the background in the movie. So I yeah. struggled with it. That's why I took a guy that lost and put him all the way up to fifth, though. <sighs> I mean, yeah. So he he got Rocky got the so what if underdogs picked- to underdogs because he. You clearly become known nationwide if you're a boxing fan. He should have picked Rocky Four, right? Maybe I don't know. Huge oh. underdog against the Russian. Oh, oh yeah, Andy wins. You got the MVP two roll, so you got the minus one with the uh, Bobby Bowden. Not happy. People forget moral victory. <laughs> they didn't forget this one. It got him a rematch, but you know what? Bobby Bowden said, "Tough yeah, shit." That's true. Fucking that's Apollo true. died. Before so, that. what, what were your thoughts on Andy? So, you, you actually put that as four. You I you like the idea? Well, and part of it is. Like you guys threw me off with a lot of picks, like John McClane, all these things. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) the fact that he beat me with fucking Andy Dufresne and John McClane is just blowing my fucking mind. So like John McClane's low because I'm like, okay, he is. It's it's a huge underdog to win, but he's got training to deal with this. Yeah, Andy Dufresne has no fucking clue. But he's got unlimited time to figure it out in prison. (laughs) Yeah, but so does everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. Hardened criminals are in there. Singularly motivated by the threat of rape from the sisters. Not the threat, the actual (laughs) act of rape. The The threat of another rape. The recurrence (laughs) of future rapes. There's there's more people than the sisters in there. Oh man! (coughs) And the sisters are not just targeting Andy. And now, okay, Rudy, I got in the third round. I thought this was going to be like the draft winner because I got him in the one, that's that's one, two, three, four, eight, nine, ten, eleventh overall. Is it even a moral victory if all you do is fucking play in garbage time? You, well, so you had it. No, you had a tenth pick overall, and I had it tenth. No, I, I got eleventh. Eleventh. Oh, I have this as, oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Snake draft. One, two, three, no, four. No, no, he's right. No. Ten. It's ten. Braddock, then Rudy, then Spurs. Oh, okay. It was yeah, coming yeah. back there because so tenth. Yeah. I love when you guys argue over semantics. <laughs> So now that I'm right, um, how come that was not a, a first I or second right round? I had it right where there. you guys had it, but because I didn't know what to do, and I didn't even end up giving it bonuses. It's it's tough because my wife was like, "Oh, you mean like movies like Rudy?" And I'm like, "He he accomplishes, I guess, what he's trying to do." But he's not, and I guess his team won. But it he wanted to play football for Notre Dame. That was his yeah, his goal. So this is one I I. But he wasn't actually really playing. A, he wasn't going against any person or team necessarily is going to get some yeah. self yeah i mean it's a it's a so, personal deal yeah. oh man I, wait till we get to also rands i got <laughs> i know <laughs> it could have placed higher and i struggled with this one a lot because everyone i think is gonna have that on their immediate short recall list like right. oh rudy you're gonna but, be known as but, the guy who who shortchanged fargo and rudy now <laughs> Hey, David Anspaugh, if you're listening, Hoosiers number two. <laughs> pardon my, pardon my Rudy take. Oh man, he was offsides too, by the way. <laughs> Officially, he knows how to time the jump. That's what he did. Um, John McClain, diehard again. You like you already talked about that a little bit. Eleventh, and I gave he, he oh, that. All, I think that movie also came out in '88, so it also got the fourth quarter bonus. I would assume, yeah. No. Very good. Dog shit. What's All right. Well, who got first place? What's left? Tell me, Scott. So from the from position three. Yeah. Which doesn't happen. Second right. time that's oh. happened this season. Mm-hmm. First time was by myself. Um, team three was Team USA from Miracle, Lambda 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 Revenge of the Nerds, 
<laughs> Spartans three hundred and Average Joe's dodgeball. That's I, this is like the last place team. team. There's the last place team. And that so is fucking bananas. Nate, earlier right I clowned on you for saying that your team you thought could possibly win, but now that I've heard the two teams that got better than us, I'm like, how did your team not get exactly? Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> how did it not win? The Gov Scott connection continues. I, he picked me fourth, like about a month. No, that's ago. true. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so. but you still have gotten three wins, I think. Three wins and one fourth in a month. You're doing pretty good. Who's counting? One of one was the hardest pick for me. Yeah. Because it could have been six or seven of them to me, to be honest. And I ended up settling, uh, settling, sorry, Scott, but, or uh, congrats, I guess. Mm -hmm. I ended up settling with Team USA just because of- As the number one? Yeah. I went with Team USA, miracle number one. And I'm not- we disparaged it. it. We disparaged it. It's a real life story that was chronicled very well, and then it gets turned into a movie that just basically says, "Hey, check out what happened on video that you've already seen." Well, and I, I almost moved it down because in my mind I thought, didn't maybe the Soviets were in decline, and I, I for some reason I thought they lost, like in the next medal game or something. And I look back and I'm like, no, they took second, and they were yeah. clearly still the top dog in it. And we had a bunch of college kids. I mean, it was a huge, huge, like the number one pro juggernaut, college unproven kids, and a coach who's like, no, I'll, I'll make something work with this. Right. And just, I don't know, it, it, it got the underdog to underdog, the whole nation, like, it was a big deal. It was huge. What year was this? 1980. 1980, Lake Placid. Lake Placid, New York. Dope. So you remember watching it or what? You, you were you're going to be born in like three years. <laughs> I was unborn. <laughs> but I mean, the movie came out later. And Maybe your parents were reflecting on like the 80 hockey team and that Definitely. got them inspired to like in, in 83 to, to like, conceive. We're yeah. so excited. We're going to plan a kid in three years. <laughs> two and two years. It was three, three year years anniversary of the, of the game winning. And they're like, dude, if, you remember that moment? I don't you know anything about, about my it. parents. They're big hockey fans. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I, for but sure. I'm, I'm telling all of you though, seriously. It was there, there, there's, there's a documentary that they did on exactly. HBO, he makes the point for us. Thank you. What? There, there's a documentary also. Exactly. exactly. It's a real but life it shows story. How big a deal it was. But, I mean, height of the Cold War. But we're talking and we about the movies, and that I picked the movie. Miracle. But how many people think about when they think about this moment? Are they thinking about the movie versus thinking about the actual moment that they've seen on TV? Yeah. It's prefer, easy to conflate the two, but but you can't separate them either. Like you you know when you know the documentary stuff and you watch the movie, you're like, hey, this. I instantly thought of the deal? fucking movie. Personally, I don't think Same. about it. So anyway, I think of the event. I don't think about the movie. The movie's a good movie. I'm not going to say it's not a good movie. I'm just saying you think of the event. I want to go back and change my pick. I'm taking Jesus Christ. Ooh. I'm taking Jesus Christ from. Whatever Jesus, Christ Jesus Christ Superstar. Passion, yeah. He was born in a whatever. Dude, this dude was the born in the a Christ. barn. Passion of the Christ. Where's the one where he rises? Single mom. Look. Christ rising. No, no proof of uh, fucking patern- you know, paternity. No, yeah, just fucking. Although, how could you be an underdog with those apps? I mean, if you got abs like that, people are you, are are you the underdog if you're like, uh, yeah, my dad's God, so yeah. you know, got a little privilege going here. You guys want to get fucked up? <laughs> Give me that water bottle. I got, I got uh, theistic oh, privilege. Man. Okay. All right. So what else? He's got uh, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. That's right in your alley. They shocked that's me. Like I was so a, surprised. A movie that you grew it. up with. Yeah, I had it six, and you guys had it six, and so there's a lot of picks. I, I second, third, fourth guest. Like they're clearly underdogs to the jocks in in the set where they think everyone thinks they are right but they have they're 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 smart and they they come up with ways to win like right 
I'm going to drink this thing and alcohol is not going to affect me and I can ride this tricycle they're around the track. They're social underdogs. They're yeah. social underdogs, but they figure out, like they're smart enough to figure out ways to get Because uh, the only thing that it matters being an underdog is public opinion, right? That's how you're the underdog. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And everybody thinks they're nerds. But that goes back to my other question. Like, like, is it, are you an underdog? Do you appreciate the underdog because like, they were super lucky or they had a sneaky skill set and you didn't really see them coming? But they were that good. Right. And I think they were, I guess they were that good. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I know when I think of like Team <laughs> yeah, USA, the second thing I think of is a little fraternity at some college, you know, going up against the jock fraternity. That's like, those are right there, like oh, memorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're really happy. You guys are so bitter. <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, the Spartans. Maybe historically accurate. Probably not. Probably not. Fucking memorable movie. Uh, 15th. Uh-huh. Overall, didn't like that pick, okay. but it got the underdog to underdog because that news traveled internationally for them in their right. current setup. How 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 the world was divided. Yeah, more great abs. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of abs. That's exciting when you figure out that you know charcoal drawn and CGI and everything, but still impressive. And then some guy named Vincent Vaughn and his team, the Average Joes. Man, I did not know where to put this. I ended up settling for twelfth. Okay. Clear underdogs. So he in got the title of the movie. and twelfth, and somehow won the the whole thing. Well, so <laughs> average Joe's got the fourth uh, quarter Lombardi luck. Okay. Uh, Spartans got the underdogs to underdogs. Uh, yeah, team and you know, of course, Team USA America got the underdogs to underdogs. Gov, I don't often agree with you, but I think you did a good job of judging, Scott. Congratulations, <laughs> you fucking douche. But I will say. We have to leave some time at the end of this pod for also rants because I feel like there's a quadrillion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have some questions. questions. We have to limit how I have many questions. Yeah. Can I have questions. Give. I have questions immediately about what would might have changed things for me. Yeah. Uh, can we can out. we play a song on, for bumper? A Here we go. How the fuck could we miss that one? I just don't understand. It's our also I kind of feel like an underdog winning from the first spot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Most memorable draft underdog. Right. So here, here's one I almost took that I okay. really... What about Vinny from My Cousin Vinny? Interesting. I, Non-sports. I, I didn't think of it. It would have got the unsportsmanlike conduct. He doesn't win. I mean, he wins. Yeah. Court, so, yeah, because I thought maybe, like, there's going to be some some law or court case Base stuff because it's not. Uh-huh. That's kind of what made me well, think of the Aaron, whole. Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich, Aaron Brockovich would have, was, would have yeah. scored well. Okay. That was one. That was that's one of my also rants. Or how about like? Uh, well, I guess not really. I was going to say like Daniel Caffey and Few Good Men, but not really. Yeah. 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 What about uh, what about like a romantic sort of win, like something like a Cur- uh, Preston from Can't Hardly Wait? I I so. It would have caught me off guard, and I think it would have placed. And it definitely could have gotten some bonuses. Squints and Windy Peppercorn. Ooh. <laughs> is Jim an underdog kind of in American Pie? Oh, I thought hard about that one, but I. But the problem is, like, I'm not sure what. Yeah, I think he is, but what, it's not clear what, he, in his pants, what he ends up getting. Right, he ends up hooking up with Michelle and yeah. not Nadia, but he gets Nadia naked. I don't know. If, it, if there wasn't the judge sitting to our right, then I would have gone with Nomi from Showgirls. I know how much you hate that movie because she comes from stripping at the cheetah to, to, be, to being the head dancer of the anti-pandering. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually really didn't put that on my list, but I just thought of it right now. <laughs> Govs, what, what are a few of yours that you yeah, had? There's so many. Like it, maybe a maybe you got Invincible as a sports movie. Yeah, you got, Vincent Papale. Yeah, oh picking, yeah. Uh, That's dark. Maybe Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. That was show. on my list. Forrest Gump. We haven't had Forrest Gump reference. I, I pretended while. to pick it with the first he one. He picked it with the first one, and I think Forrest Gump could have been picked, but I think you kind of like... What does he really win, though? But I mean, like... He's he becomes one of the most successful people of all time. From, from yeah, like, rough start to top of the world. How about how about this one? <laughs> I'm not a smart man, Zachary. I'm not but a smart no, man, An underdog kid. They, they, they did it. It's like a British, 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 British Gump. That was British Gump right there. So, uh, so Gump Forrest Gump. So they did a remake of this movie, uh, a classic film that was in 1960, which is, I, I would have gone with the 1961, but the Texans at the Alamo. Uh, it's a famous. Oh, Davy Crockett. You're going with Davy Crockett moral, as the, moral victory, as the moral victory. But yeah, they, get, they get slaughtered. John they Wayne, don't they get really do much. Yeah, but they're underdogs. That would have been underdogs. tough. Been I mean, <laughs> that's why I didn't pick it. But, but a lot of your picks were ones that didn't like win the ultimate like, how, how ending. About, how about the fucking Ewoks? Turn of the Jedi. Also, they they they, they have they have the, the rebel forces victory, helping you know? them. I think Luke they Skywalker lot, is the ultimate underdog from Star Wars. Well, the rebel the rebel alliance, the whole rebels against the Empire. They're underdogs. They're underdogs. underdogs. How would you have felt about? Well, but but the movies keep going, and the, it's it's always a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth yeah. through the trilogy. So this who what, who really won? This is why there's also hands. Also hands. If I replace John McClane with B Rabbit from, oh, oh, I was just gonna ask that. Yeah, maybe that could that could have done something. So, what about like people that pull off big time heists? Or so, do Ocean's Elevens do the Big Short? No, because they're, they're, they're like technically the amazing ever. at what. Well, what they about do. like the Big yeah. Short? Your underdogs against I the giant corporations. What about the Sting? Maybe mm. going what? back to that's Robert Redford. Or in that vein, the Spotlight. But guys. I think you know, that's but but then but there's nobody that thinks you're not going to do what it is. It's just yeah. you know it's like there's no. It, so I don't know where they're to place, but I just I try to think a little outside the box. I like Scott's thing, the spotlight journalist going up against the church. Like yeah. it's a pretty big yeah. underdog. Yeah. What about Andy trying to get laid in Forty Year Old Virgin? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So so basically, way way to make this. Yeah. That would have made this even tougher than it was. Like, I was, <laughs> yeah. what the hell do I do with all this? How about or, the Jamaican bobsled team? Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't win Jamaica, though. We have a bobsled that's, team. That's that's the ultimate like, victory. Moral yeah. victory. Yeah, they and over- the Fact that they were like financed and stuff, and it was just like basically kind of like a, a an advertisement for Jamaica. It was just like they overachieve, but they don't like yeah. get all the way there. So yeah, more, that would have been the MVP category. How about uh, Kevin against the robbers in Home Alone? <laughs> I, I had that on my list. That's on my my list. I like I do like that. What about humanity against the aliens in Independence Day? Or just uh, the drunk guy that ends up winning? What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Randy Quaid. Fucking Randy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, that, that. So. <laughs> When I when that movie came out, I thought it was super cool. Younger me thought it was super cool, and I even went and bought a copy of the cool. DVD to give to a buddy of mine for a birthday. And I was like, "Oh, looking back, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> it's kind of corny in a lot of ways." Uh, uh, bro, but I man, love like, that movie. I love how like we, and, we get and, our asses kicked for like a long time in that movie until finally but, but the I, Apple computer, you know, it's it's one of those movies to the the mothership. I read a Reddit thread the other day, and they were like, "Hey." Ex- explain uh, um, a plot hole you're tired of explaining to people all the time. And it's like, oh, so Jeff Goldblum uploads a virus with fucking Mac 
OS or whatever it is, and it disrupts their alien shit, and they're like, yeah, that's stupid. And they're like, no, no, we had the craft, so maybe we figured out how to... But did Jeff Goldblum have access to the technology? So, um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, here, here's one that I don't think you guys are... You guys are giving me shit about this movie before, but if Nick was here, he would appreciate this one. Seabiscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a horse. Seabiscuit. Sea was Seabiscuit not a racehorse? So Seabiscuit was small, like half the size of War Admiral, and they went head to head. And God, I wish Nick them. was here to talk about I this. know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we need to extend right the now. podcast hours by like 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. So Tune in for the second. You know Nick was an underdog after he talked about Seabiscuit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm on Team Nick on that, dude. Seabiscuit is a great fucking film. It would have flopped I, with me. I've got flopped. one that references our last draft. It was one of those ones that when I'm driving my car later and I was like, oh my God, how did we not mention an Ulcerans? We did last week, or our last draft was the most memorable body disposal. Yeah. How did we not say the Terminator 2 in T2? Oh, the thumb, yeah. The ah. T-800 going down with a thumb. That's Great disposal. Amazing body disposal. We said, But I was going to say, what about the T-800 versus the T-1000 in T2? That's definitely. They're only 200 ever, off, dude. Yeah. If it was Earlier like a T-100, definitely. Uh, almost, almost even money. Underdog, there. yeah. What about uh, George McFly in Back to the Future? Ooh, I like that one. Right I do in. like that one. He's, that, a, he's a way underdog for uh, to get Lorraine. So even though he had in reality like he got super, Lorraine, though. he had yeah, like time traveled, underdog. like advice and guidance, but he still had to. He still almost throw fucked it up. A punch, dude. Oh, yeah. he yeah. <laughs> time was trying to correct. Like you're not going to fuck this timeline up. Like, but he still got it done, man. Well, underdog. Well, well, because right, you he did get her, and then all of a sudden. Marty screws it up, right? And right. now we don't know if he's going to. So get Marty it. turned him underdog. into the underdog. So he, well, he had to have kind exactly. of been an underdog because he, in the original timeline, he somehow ended up right. Well, because he, he got he hit by and, the car, right? Yeah, yeah. people on accident. Mar- did Marty, did Marty increase his underdog underdog status? Yeah, he definitely boosted his underdog status. I got to make him look bad. Yeah, it's weird. How about uh, three amigos and the villagers versus El Guapo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that one that's a awesome. lot. That's a fun pick. I uh, like it. See, I had a bunch of fun ones in my this pocket is, that I just couldn't yeah. pick. This category like, uh, could be interpreted so broadly. Like, I, the more I thought about it before you guys even picked, I started getting a headache. Like, how, how about Pedro versus uh, Summer in Napoleon Dynamite oh, for like president? Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll, rattle, I'll just rattle a few. Uh, I've got Will Hunting. The Oakland A's and uh, Moneyball, oh, yeah. the Barden, yeah. Barden Bellas. I knew that. Oh one. God, I wish somebody would pick the Oakland A's and Moneyball. I See, but I don't know nuts. what I do with Moneyball because, like, they use data and uh, players' yeah. talents, but and the three best mm. pitchers in the league at the time. Yeah, right. Which they don't they mention skip over that whatsoever. part. Yeah. <laughs> they skip over that altogether. Uh, Kirk, she's out of my league. Ronald Miller from Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, I like that a lot. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. L Woods from Legally Blonde. And yeah. Chris Gardner from The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Those are all. That, he was on a lot of lists. Will Smith. And yeah. The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks, I can't believe I didn't. Brad, I, why, yeah. why did you not take that? Bad I News Bears, basically, it's, Mighty Ducks is just Bad News Bears part two. Except think, Mighty Ducks on, win. On ice. on ice. Except Mighty Ducks win. Well, Triple Deke, son. Triple Deke. Triple Deke, bro. I got a few more. Neo, The Matrix. 
But he? but if if you are he actually is, he he's the one, one. He's the chosen one. To, like, yeah. he's, he's I don't know. One. He's taken or, on those. Do you believe was it fate or was it, like, it was free will that got him there? And and on the same vein as the the ducks and the bad news bears, the little giants. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's low tier even in the kids, you know, like sports stuff. And uh we have the Roughnecks versus the Comet Armageddon or the asteroid. Yeah. What do, they, do you send astronauts that learn how to drill or do you send guys that know how to drill and become astronauts? Yeah, that's a good one. And then uh Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore for sure. That's that's that 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 I'm kinda surprised. Pretty big, yeah. I'm rolling back onto my uh, Squints and Windy Peppercorn pick. I think that's the ultimate underdog story. I think that should be the number one pick. And, and knowing right my, yeah, that would have yeah. been a good pander. Yeah. Another pick for Nick Brown, Jack Dundee, best of times. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's but a it, great underdog it's story. It's so hard because you could have flooded this with so many things, and I well, yeah. still would have been. Like the, the, the Scots. Second guessing, third guessing. The whole myself. Scottish people in Braveheart. Oh, yeah. Braveheart. Yeah, yeah. big time. <laughs> Damn, we had it was a tough category, and I can't believe Scotch's team won. It really kind of yeah. makes me sad. I, I'm still in shock that I didn't scoreboard. Win. He did all teams. He did no individuals. All teams. All teams. Yeah. I had a theme. I had a theme and everything. I did not take that into account. <laughs> well, is that a bonus point? Not consciously. <laughs> so that was great. That was great. That was, uh, that was really good. That was I'm the fucking hit, category. Hit ever. us up. Hit us up on the socials. Yeah, let, let us, us know. know let us know where Govs went wrong. We already know, but uh, we'd like some of the someone to back us up on the social media. So, Brad, what are we doing next? Well, you know, baseball season. We're getting down to the. Uh, uh, we're getting out of the dog days of August. We're into uh, the the final month before playoffs. So we're going to go baseball, and we're going to go with a league of their own. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> there's, that's there's two great quotes. You've got uh, uh, was it was it was it not it wasn't Levy? Uh, what was his name um, for the Colts? Oh, um, wasn't it Marv Levy? Marv Le- they no, are no, no, who no, we no. thought was, they were. He was the Buffalo guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jim Mora. <laughs> Jim, yeah. Jim Mora. Jim Mora. <laughs> that's who it was. Jim but Mora. Little little fun fact: when I worked at Starbucks, my very first latte when I was on the bar it was a Sunday morning. Jim Mora. Ordered a vanilla latte and I made his drink. That was my very first drink I ever made when I worked at Starbucks. What? Nice. They had me training on, on a Sunday morning when there wasn't very many people in there, and he had a radio show just down the down the way. And, I and of drink. the people in that Starbucks, you were the only one that knew it was Jim Moore. I Absolutely. It. Yeah. Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so, about mocha. <laughs> uh, a league of their own. The classic. Um, it is a great movie. I just watched it not too long ago, and so I'm I'm fired up to talk about That's this. Fun. I saw that on some underdog lists. That, that I, that, you know what? I talked about that. Who are they underdogs to? Is it the women are underdogs to succeeding? I'm not sure. I didn't look too deeply. Yeah, I, I was trying to think I about well, how does that fit like, oh. as an underdog? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're talking about the league succeeding, maybe that's the underdog. But like as far as any of the individual teams, I don't think any of them are really underdogs. Yeah, they're all balanced. The peaches are pretty solid. We're going to hurt our brains if we think about this too hard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's coming up soon. Check it out. So thanks for coming. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Yeah. Bye-bye. Start